recognize real, gon' recognize real, gon' recognize real, real. Phony gon' recognize still, still. I recognize with. Like we always do with this time. Real gon' recognize, real gon' recognize, real gon' recognize, real, real. Only gon' recognize, still, still recognize with. Like we always do with this time. I go for mine, I get to shine. Now throw your hands up in the sky. everybody welcome everybody to the krp radio show man I'm loving you guys appreciate all the love that you do and all the support another sunday folks it's time to do it again this october 7th 2012 and i am still hoarse it's nothing i could do about it folks cough drops coffee hot tea lemon you name it i've been drinking it i've been taking it and i'm trying to get my voice back right but you know what this may be something that I have to deal with permanently, I'm afraid, because I, I keep – I'm not going to speak that on myself, man, but I, these foot, these Little League football games that I attend and that I coach 
and and these kids that I mentor with, I'm always yelling. <clears throat> I mean, I'm always screaming, trying to yell on the field, and uh, I'm actually on a new team. I, I, I did something that is unusual. I guess I, I traded myself and my coaching experience and my children to another team, which I know sounds absolutely crazy, but there's a thing called integrity, and uh, which is what I won't go into on the air, but, you know, it's a thing called integrity that moves me. If you don't have integrity about what you do and I'm a part of it, I'm not going to rock with you. I, I really don't care what it is or whether you like it or not, and uh, that's just me. You got to have some kind of integrity for me to continue dealing with you. And uh, so I, I traded myself and my children to another uh, team, and uh, it's uh, it's been quite the experience. It's a beautiful thing, though. I mean, as kids, you're, you're teaching kids what to do. You're teaching kids how to play football. It's a beautiful thing. And that's why, I didn't mean to go into all of that, but that's why I am hoarse again. And I even bought, look, this summer, I even bought a megaphone because I thought that I would use it on the field. But I don't know, man. I'm just... I don't I don't know about that megaphone. It just don't feel right. You picking up a megaphone, yelling through a megaphone on the field. It just I don't know. Something about that is just not cool enough for me. So uh I, this is the outcome of me not being cool is uh, a ho- a very hoarse voice and uh this is what you guys got to deal with. So at any rate, you guys been dealing with it for the last month maybe. I think I've been uh I've been under the weather for a couple of weeks and lost my voice here and there. So I appreciate you guys for rocking with me and dealing with all this uh loss of voiceness <laughs> if that's if that's sufficient enough to say. Anyway, it's um it's been a heck of a week, folks. <laughs> it's been a heck of a week. Social media has been going crazy. The buzz has been at an all-time high about voting, and uh, it's it's been in large part. Well, I, I'm gonna say in, in large part. Forget that. That's crap. The reality is, 95% of the people out there that vote. I'm gonna say higher. It's probably it's probably 97% of the people that's out there that vote and that comment on politics are solely commenting about what they hear on uh, TV what they read on their most popular blogs. Uh, and and you know what's strange about the most popular blogs today? This is crazy, but it's, it's true. It's reality. The most popular news blogs today are what, folks? Say it at your home. Say it to yourself. What is it? Right. It's Twitter and it's Facebook. And that's amazing because these aren't even news sources. These aren't even places where you would get uh, a, a credible um, news announcement or, or credible news in a whole. I mean, if you go to a particular candidate's political site, of course they're going to give you the, noise, the, the the news via how they feel. And, uh, you know, a lot of times different news channels and different news outlets are only giving you their angle of the story. They don't really give you the centrist view of things. They don't report the news as, as it stands in, in whole without throwing in an opinion or an extra fact that would sway your mind that would make you think otherwise. So I'm not saying that there aren't some credible news sources on Facebook or Twitter. I've got, by God, by all means, I'm not saying that because everybody uses those two outlets today. All the news media uses those two outlets. 
Everybody I know used those outlets. I mean, I think they said two in, I mean, three and four people in the world have a Facebook or some crazy number, three and five or something like that, that has Facebooks and Twitters. But, you know, I'm not saying that they don't have that. They don't have credible sources, but it Facebook alone and Twitter alone is not the most credible source for the news. And this is the conversations that we randomly get in with with folks when they start talking about politics. And it's and it's amazing because there's no background about these politics. There's no background story. All you hear is the debate went this way, the debate went that way, and all this jazz like that. But we're gonna get into that a little bit later. It's uh, you know, like I said, it's been a beautiful week, man. Shout out to Renee Elmers. Shout out to my group, uh, MBUA. Uh, Renee Elmers actually came out, met with us, uh, a group of us, and uh, we talked about a few things, man. You know, she really opened up, and she stayed past the times, and you can see the look in her eyes. She sounded like she was interested in what uh, area business leaders had to say. So, uh, you know, I think it was a beautiful thing. I always invite and I extend myself to any politician that's out there, anybody that's running for office out there. I extend myself to you. You are welcome to come on this show, even at short notice. I'll find 5, 10, 15, 20 minutes for you to speak to constituents, to speak to voters about your platform, your race, your party, your belief, your candidacy. I, listen, here's a home for you. There are people here, four point, I mean, 5.4 plus million listeners out there last time I got the stats. And, uh, you know, these people want to hear what you have to say. In large part, there's a lot of North Carolinians that listen to this show. So shout out to everybody out there, too, for making us the number one black conservative talk radio show online today in the southeast so shout out to you guys for listening but you know like i say i like i'm saying i extend myself to you politicians i extend myself to you community leaders i extend myself to anybody out there who wants to do some good anybody out there who cares about someone other than themselves and, and themselves and putting a dollar in their pocket you know, listen, this platform is for you. You guys just call us up, send us an email, whatever you got to do, a tweet, a Facebook message. I try to reply to most of them. I got some staffers that help me out here in there part-time. We all get back at you folks. At one point, we were getting too much mail that was of no relevance at all whatsoever. So if you could please leave a title in your excuse me, in your message or in your tweet or, or your, your inbox or whatever you decide to do in whatever, in any way that you decide to contact us, leave us a subject message so we can get back to you guys in good time. We don't want to waste your time, and I don't want to waste anybody else's time. But listen, here's a platform for you guys. Don't be afraid. Come on the show and talk about what you really believe. The same stuff that you're spewing out there in these communities, no disrespect to anybody, you're welcome to come on the show and put it to the test on here. I don't know everything, folks. I don't try to know everything, but I know a lot about a little and a little about a whole lot. So with that said, I try to do this show. And uh, also with that said, let me bring on some help here. My uh, my co-host for tonight is the communications director for uh, Founders Truth. My man, uh, I'll let him tell you who he is. Rocco, welcome to the show, my brother. How are you? Good. Good. Thank you so much. Hey, hey man, it's, it's, a, it's a pleasure to have you for tonight. And, and I know how busy you are. Uh, let the folks know a little bit about yourself and your organization, if you will. Sure, sure. Uh, Founders Truth was started in 2009 by Dr. Greg Brannon. Uh, Dr. Brannon is a well-established doctor in Cary, North Carolina. I believe he has around a network of 1,000 or so patients. And uh, he began 
to study the Constitution in earnest in 2009 because he saw that the political situation was very uh, it was very dire. Uh, many people, you know, would say that you know we're not we're not going in the right direction, all that good stuff. But the wow. course of study he went into was to say, okay, what is you know what does constitutionally say? Because that's the highest law of the land. That that's our final authority. We're not under the rule of men. We're under the rule of law. And as he started to study, he found that a lot of groups that would fall into the category that are neoconservative, like the Heritage Foundation, mm-hmm. they didn't provide constitutional solutions. They would they would describe the problems, but then their solution would be, well, just more government. <laughs> and uh, he's come to the conclusion: wow. if you take a very simple approach, if you take the the uh, the interpretation of the Constitution that those who wrote it and the states that initially ratified it, because there's a big big debate when they got together for the first constitutional convention, they initially said they were just going to ratify or uh, you know, fix the Articles of Confederation. They came up with a whole new compact. They came up with a whole new deal, Constitution. However, it was not the law until enough states ratified it. So what Greg has done and other people, scholars like uh, Tom Woods, Kevin Gutzman, you can read Tom Woods' book on nullification, how to resist federal tyranny in the first century. What they've essentially done is you go back to the ratifying conventions. People kept really good notes. And what we find is something very simple, that most of the states would not have ratified it without the Bill of Rights. So the first ten amendments we call the Bill of Rights. And in particular, we go to a great point of the tenth amendment, which basically says, look, all powers that are all powers that aren't given to the federal the new federal government mm-hmm. exist with the states or the people. Right. So it's the idea of limited powers that those you could arc one section eight it's about 18 or 19 powers that Congress was given. Apart from that, they had no authority. You know, whether whether it's health care, whether it's eight and children, whether it's education, there's no authority. So the problem, in a nutshell, with, with the two-party system, and this is where Greg and I, uh, this is our perspective, found the truth, is that it really doesn't matter if you're going to be a politician, whether you're a Democrat or Republican. If your solution is more government, if you only have more government. Uh oh, man! You 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 you're talking up my alley, man. People don't, I don't know. You know, people think we're kind of weird here a little bit. Um, I don't know. When we get into when I get into conversations like that, I get I get a little weird on folks. I think because I really push the envelope. But anyway, we're gonna we're gonna say that. And uh, shout out to everybody out there who's listening to the show, man. Six one nine six three eight eight five five nine. I got a little bit of static on the air. I assume it's on the blog talk side since that's where our server is. I don't know what's going on. But just keep listening in, folks. Keep rocking with us, man. Do what you can do. If you are listening on the line, check us out online. If you're listening on the phone line, check us out online at KIRPRadioshow.com. You can also check us out on iTunes. Maybe you maybe you don't have time to sit and listen through the show. Well, on iTunes, we have all of the podcasts ever, ever broadcasted on this show. So that's a great place if you for all you iPhone 4, 5, 8, 10, whatever, iPhone 12s, whatever they are out there. For all you iPhone lovers out there, check us out on iTunes.com, podcast, KRP radio show. Pretty popular on there, man. We're moving on up. Great numbers. We're working out on that side. And we're also on Blog Talk. That's blogtalk.com slash KIRP radio show. 
Twitter listeners, you know what it is, at Simple KRP Radio Show, at Simple NC Pudgy. Right now, we're going to bring on our Stretching Your Budget segment because I'm not going to a commercial right now. I'm not going to make her wait anymore. I know folks out there got their pens and their paper ready, so I'm going to bring on the most beautiful girl in the world, this like that. Anyway, that's the song. Charlotte, what's up? What's up? How's it going? I'm horse again. Uh-oh, playing too much football or coaching too much football? Yeah, see, Charlotte knows, See, Charlotte loves me, man. Everybody that know me, they love me, and they know that my passion is on that football field with those kids. Yep, that's what it is, though, screaming, yelling, howling, all that. doesn't help with the cold weather either. It don't, man, and I'm sick of sounding like this. <laughs> I got to do something to fix it permanently. <laughs> Stop yelling at them I guess that's your only fix, right? <laughs> yeah, I hope it, man They, they forget so soon I mean, it's, it's Anyway, anyway Charlotte, so how, how was your week? It was pretty good Not too bad, I can't complain Did you enjoy uh, any kind of re- relaxation this week? Because I know you had a busy week last week Yeah Um. Well, we had our local fair here So I got to do that Um. We went Wednesday and Saturday, so that was, Ooh. you know, quite relaxing. Sounds nice. I don't go to the fair too often, but I got a feeling that I'm going to have to go this year. Anyway, Charlotte, what do you have for us this evening? <laughs> um, well, I was just thinking, uh, you know, with Halloween and that fall festivals and all that kind of stuff coming up, it's easy to spend, you know, a lot of money on things that you might not have budgeted, um, you know, for a normal week. So, just trying to think of some creative ways to to save money and um so I was just kind of thinking about well first of all if you have small kids or if you're a big kid at heart and you like to dress up um you know costumes are already out as you've probably seen in stores so um you know I try to pull from ideas um that I see and then I try to go home and um recreate those things sure. so if you're not very handy um, or you don't like to sew, I mean, there's tons of ideas out there um, for just, like, really simple do-it-yourself kind of costumes. So don't be afraid to get creative and try to, um, you know, just come up with some really cool ideas and fun costumes that won't cost you money in the store because they're ridiculously priced. And, um, I mean, we were in Walmart the other day, and I saw – you know, I was just browsing through the costume section, and not only do the costumes look extremely cheap, but they're also really high priced. So, um, and a, and a great place for ideas for that kind of stuff. I don't know if any of you've ever heard of it, but it's um, a fairly new site called Pinterest.com, and um, I absolutely am in love with that website. But basically, you create your own online board. And it allows you to pin things that you really like. So it's, it's almost like, you know, an online court board kind of. So you just go in and you just um, create different titles for different topics and that kind of thing. And then you pin those to your um, board and then you can come back and pull them up. And it's a ton of ideas on do-it-yourself projects around the house. It's got tons of easy recipes. I mean, anything from A to Z and think of is on Pinterest. Um, so if you're looking for frugal things, it's another great place to go. So while we're on the topic, I just like to throw that out there. But um, I'm on Pinterest. Um, it's Pinterest.com forward slash stretch your budget, S-T-R-E-T-C-H-U-R budget. Um, 
And I just really love it. So I'll just throw that out there for you guys that might be new to Pinterest. Um, it's a growing thing. And we have a lot of our do-it-yourself projects that we've done um, on our pin boards online. So it's a really good place. But So that was sidetracked. But anyway, so that's a great place for you to find you know, um, ideas for Halloween costumes and that kind of stuff. Um, along with that, I would say um, if you're having any kind of fall parties, chicken stews, get-togethers, that kind of stuff, um, be thinking about ways that you can save um, throughout the year. Um, I know our family has a really big chicken stew every fall, and so we go through a ton of hot sauce and um, saltine crackers and all that kind of stuff. So I buy hot sauce all throughout the year because I can usually get that pretty cheap with coupons. And so I just store that up because it doesn't expire, and then we have enough for our family's chicken stew. So um, just be constantly thinking about things throughout the year um, on ways to save. And um, that way you can just lower your out-of-pocket expenses and not have to try to throw in, um, you know, expenses that you don't budget through normally throughout the year. Um, and then also, if you do have a chicken stew or a family get-together, don't be afraid to ask people to bring, you know, a side dish or something like that. Um, you know, a lot of times people are always very willing to do that kind of thing. Um, that helps you save on having to prepare so much. Um, that helps you save with your time, and it also helps you save with your spending, you know, with your grocery spending and that kind of thing. So, um, just I just urge you guys to be creative this fall. Um, don't go overkill and buying candy. And if you do have to buy candy, just um, we do like a, a weekly post on our website, stretchingyourbudget.com, that has all the best candy sales for the week. So um, just be checking on that so you're not having to pay full price. So. I like candy. I like myself some candy, and I'm going trick-or-treat, Rocco. Rocco, we're going trick-or-treating this year, man, because we don't even have to knock on doors. We're just going to take little kids' bags. <laughs> I, I have never done that. I, I've done I haven't things either. I'd rather not say, but that's one thing I've never done. It's first time you, everything. You guys have never gone trick-or-treating? Yeah. No, trick no, I've never stolen, stolen candy from a child. Yeah. I'll never take them to Santa. Yeah, back, my husband takes it every year. See, see, see what I'm saying? Back snatching is popular in my neighborhood. But see, now the kids are so big, I could just, you know, I could go out there too, I think, and and uh, get me some candy. <laughs> I might get me like a like an empty uh, a empty baby carriage and just say, you know, that, or a stroller or something. <laughs> and have your wife stand at the end of the someone... driveway. Yeah. If, if yeah, you know anyone who's like seven feet tall. Hey, man. It'll work. I'm, tell, I'm telling you, the kids are big today, man. All this Tyson's chicken. Oh, oh, whoops. Let me let me leave that alone. Not going to. Uh, shout out to Tyson's chicken, man. They got some good chicken out there. Shout out to them. I don't want no lawsuits around here. But uh, <laughs> anyway, y'all, that's some, that's some good advice, man. I think that, uh, and just, just to throw an, another thing in there, you know, be creative for all you trick-or-treaters out there. I'm not, you know, per se a trick-or-treater. But, uh, you know, we try to do the costume parties or take the kids somewhere special or have a movie night or something like that. So for all you folks out there who don't, quote, unquote, celebrate or practice or involve themselves with uh, Halloween, and I'm not saying it's celebrating it. I'm just saying if you don't involve yourself with Hall with Halloween, you know, do something special, man. Don't, don't 
You know, don't let your kids get left out or make them feel left out. Whether it's the day before, day after, you know, take your kid to the movie, play a game of Scrabble, sorry, have something at your house, bake some cookies or something. You know what I mean? And, uh, you know, that's just how we got to do it. But for all you trick-or-treaters out there, you say hey, makeup, lipstick, you know, don't go out and spend all this money on costumes. Times is already tight. Get you get you some lipstick and, you know, make some tattoos or some face paint or a black stick. Do whatever you got to do, man. And, uh, you know, old clothes, you know, Freddy Cougar is popular. Old glove, a sweater, and a hat, and send your kid out the door. There you go. So. Yep. I mean, it's one time a year. Why waste a ton of money for one time a year, you know? And recycle. If you've got something from, like, three years past, pull it back out, you know? That's right. I'm all for that. I'm always for recycling. And, uh, by the way, I just want to give a shout-out to StretchingYourBudget.com. This is the only place, folks, where you can go. Okay, there's a couple other places, but this is the place that I like to go. <laughs> this is the website you can go to, and immediately, as soon as you get on the site, there's discounts, there's coupons, there's deals, there's information where to find more deals and more. I mean, this site is awesome, StretchingYourBudget.com. Check it out. We got the author on the line right now. She does this every single day, and she does it for you guys. So show us some love. Go to her site. Like the page. Check them out on Facebook. It's uh, at Triad Super Saver on uh, Facebook, if I'm not mistaken. That's how you can find it. Or just search Triad Super Saver, and, and you can find it. Send her a message. Hire her. Maybe she can help you guys shop. And uh, so far, she saved us a lot of money this year. So, Charlotte, you know, the Miller household. Love you, man. Glad to be loved, right? No doubt. See, y'all, y'all hear that? You who she was? She, that was a real you who. You don't get that too often. Anyway, Charlotte, give me some shout outs, man. We gotta let you roll. We gotta move right along. Darn. Um, let's see. Uh-oh. Shout outs. I'm always bad at this, right? Yeah, you always say uh oh too. So come on now. You gotta do better than that. Gotta be somebody you wanna okay. shout out. Shout out to my mom. She's um being a trooper with uh. You know, my stepdad being in the hospital and stuff, so giving her props for sleeping in hospital chairs, you know, that's no fun. <laughs> that's tough. But, yeah. it's uh, I can't really give a shout-out to my husband tonight. He's hunting. You know, hunting season has started, so that means that I don't get to see him that much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Well, I'm going to give a B.I.G. because, you know, we give B.I.G. shout-outs on this show. So B.I.G. shout-out to Charlotte Mom, the uh, the mom of the Triad Super Saver. Always holding it down, man. Your family is lovable. They definitely do some big things. Shout-out to Ben. Shout-out to you, Charlotte. Appreciate what you do. We'll hear from you next week. Thank you. Have a good week. You got it. When we come back, folks, well, first of all, that was Charlotte from StretchingYourBudget.com, the Triad Super Saver herself. Always coming on the KRP radio show, holding it down, dropping some knowledge, helping you guys live a little bit more frugal. I mean, what more can you ask for, right? Well, I mean, what more can you really ask for? We're going to a commercial, folks. When we come right back, we're going to talk about the debate. Rocco, what you think about the debate, man? So, you know, get, put your, get your hat on ready, and we're going to talk about some Romney lies and some Obama lies and my mama lies and some of your lies and Facebook lies and all of our friends' lives. So when we come back, folks, talking debate, you're rocking with the number one black conservative radio show, Southeast. In the United States, baby. 619-638-8559 is the number. K-I-R-P Radio Show.com.
switching to GEICO really save you 15% or more on car insurance? Did the little piggy cry wee, wee, wee all the way home? Your home. Oh, cool. Thanks, Mrs. A. Skyco. 15 minutes. All across America, the NFL and United Way are inspiring kids to get healthy and more active. Join the Play 60 movement. Pledge to Play 60 today at liveunited.org. K-I-R-P Radio! For all your trucking needs, make sure you contact Allen's Trucking LLC. That's Allen's Trucking LLC, owner Brian Allen and BA Welding Incorporated. For all your trucking or your welding needs or transportation needs across the country, make sure you contact Allen's Trucking LLC out of Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Their number is 919-426-5455. Again, 919-426-5455. If you have transportation needs and you need to get your equipment there on time, make sure you contact Allen. Trucking LLC. I wish I could uh, put my real radio voice on that. Oh, yeah. You're listening to WM3G. Rock delay. Anyway, I can't even get it right right now, man. My voice is too hoarse. It is what it is, man. Welcome back to the KIRP Radio Show, folks, where we talk about nothing but the truth. So help us God, whether you like it or not. Um, my co-host of the evening is my man Rocco P. That's what I'm going to call him, Rocco P. Okay, because I'm not going to butcher your last name like you would butcher my first name. But Rocco P, <laughs> communications director. From the uh, Founders Truth. Rocco, what's your website, brother? Founderstruth.org. That's pretty easy. <laughs> Founderstruth.org, folks. Make sure you check it out, man. They got a lot of truth. There's a lot of info. There's a, there's a video on there of my man, Greg Brandon, going in. And when I say going in, I mean he's going in for about an hour. Nothing but factual information on the Constitution. I have never, I'm going to go out on a limb here, Not not too far out on the limb. But I'm going to say I've never watched a clip of anyone break down that much truth verbatim ever in my life. I was highly impressed with that. I should have gave him a call. I don't know why the hell I didn't, but I didn't give him a call. So B.I.G. shout out to my man Greg Brandon, man, Dr. Greg Brandon, holding it down, always doing what he's doing. Finders Truth is in the house with us tonight. And also got to give a shout out to my Frederick Douglass Foundation members out there, man. B.I.G., shout out to all you guys. Cannot wait to see you guys next year for the Leadership Summit. You guys be looking out for that. Everybody that's listening to this show, I want you guys to really get your, get your bootstrap and be looking out for it. Go to uh, tfdf.org. That's tfdf, 
org, or you can go to the North Carolina website at tfdfnc.org. That's the Frederick Douglass Foundation. We have a leadership summit every year. There's going to be some crazy motivational speakers. We're going to talk about a lot of things that are going on around this country. And what's different from other people and other organizations, we're going to talk about the things that's going on, but we're also going to be instrumental in implementing what we need to do after just talking about it, okay? We're going to put it together. We're going to put a plan together. We're going to talk about that plan, and then we go out and we actively do that plan. A lot of people ask me, P, why do, why do you do this? Or why do you go here? Or why are you over here speaking to this group? And I always say, first of all, it's my prerogative. <laughs> I go speak where I want to speak. And a lot of times <laughs> hey, I'm promoting myself. You know what I'm saying? A, a lot of times I'm promoting. Hey, free association, uh, man. Free association. And, and, and there's nothing wrong with that. See, I, and, and I think people... People look at it as if it's a monetary thing. Look, majority of the times when I go speak, I'm asking for nothing. Maybe pay me back for my transportation, maybe. And that's usually about it. I mean, sometimes there's a price negotiated in there depending on how far I got to go and what I got to do to make this happen. Folks, this is just real life. It is what it is. But let me tell you, I always tell people when I go out and speak, First of all, I'm going in a representation. Excuse me, I'm going as a representation of Jesus Christ. I'm going as a representative for God Almighty. That's the first thing I'm going to do. So I ain't going to put myself out there crazy talking reckless. I'm coming from a biblical stance, a biblical understanding, a Christ perspective, a loving individuality. We're fight. We got to stand strong together for everybody. Christ principle. This is the angle that I'm coming from. Second, I'm going to promote my radio show because, hey, it's my show and we got to make money to pay for it to keep going. And I don't. I definitely want to deliver information to you guys. I want to keep this thing going as long as possible. Keep bringing folks on like my man Rocco P and Founders Truth and other folks out there who does great things. These are the reasons why I go out there. And also the Frederick Douglass Foundation, folks. That's my That's my home right there. That's my group. You know what I mean? And, and and sitting on the board of North Carolina under under the president, shout out to my president, Kevin Kevin Daniels, president of the Frederick Douglass Foundation of North Carolina, you know, through traveling with him and doing various various events with him, he's shown me what I need to do when I go out to these people and interact. We got to bring people back from all different perspectives, and we got to talk about the issues and come with a common understanding, whether you're Democrat whether you're Republican, whether you're independent or unaffiliated, it doesn't matter. Let's talk about the issues, bring them to the forefront, what problems or what we have in common, and let's go after that. So that's what I'm chasing, and that's what everybody yeah, should be chasing in terms of making this world better. I'm sorry, Rocco? No, nah, I, 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 I just want just wanted to uh, uh, stretch one point, follow up on one point, really, uh, to illustrate what you're saying. Liberty, liberty brings people together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Liberty brings people together. A lot, lot of people out there want to keep everything divided between left, right, Democrat, Republican, and where has that gotten us? And, no again, I am a Republican, but my ultimate allegiance is to the rule of law, is to the Constitution. A lot of well-meaning people in both parties, not just Democrats, Republicans as well as Democrats, they, they get in, they get, they've gotten us as a country collectively yes. into massive problems because – their allegiance is primarily to their party, and that's not good. George Washington, you look at his farewell address, uh, he's very clear, and uh, yeah, he warned against political parties because he says it, it would sound like a great idea, but you see what's happened. People are more committed to the parties. And we get into debate. Uh, when we talk about debate, I'll give you a little bit of perspective about how the two parties really co-opt the, co-opt the system, how it's really rigged. 
Mm. Well, you know what? Let's let's go into that right now because uh, okay. there, there's a lot of people who watched the debate, and let me let me just be honest, man. I didn't think. Well, I'm always honest. I don't even know why I say that, but um, I didn't think Mitt Romney had what it took to quote unquote kick Barack Obama's ass in the debate, and and I, I really didn't look at the scope of things because really, if you if you pay attention to previous debates that Mitt had. To me now, I'm just saying to me, they weren't great. He wasn't a great debater. He made too many mistakes. When he got off topic, he always got himself in trouble, as we've seen time after time after time again. And and I thought that $10,000 bet just did it for him. I, I was like, you know what? If he come on against uh, uh, the president talking that $10,000 bet type, you know, with that kind of swagger, he's going to be in trouble. Because, you know, Barack Obama's a great speaker, great debater from what I see. Now, you know, all people don't see things the way I see it. Sure. Sure. I, I think in general, I'll say something specific about debate, then I'll back up and I'll talk more about the principles and the, and the, me- the mechanics, how the system works behind the debate. Mm-hmm. I think Romney generally won again, but it's kind of like we get into the presidential election. I use this illustration all the time. Heads, I win, tails, you lose. Okay. Uh, <laughs> a lot of people will vote, you know, the mentality will always be I'm voting against someone. Again, where has that gotten us? Nowhere. Nowhere. <laughs> it's, That's it's nuts. It's gotten us nowhere. So let's back up. Let's talk about the mechanics of the debate. A lot of people mm-hmm. will complain about this two party system. It's not in law. Most some people think it is it's not in the law. The law does not say there's just two parties. Okay. They developed right. over time different historical reasons. But these two parties do actively cooperate to exclude other parties from gaining momentum. For example, people wonder why when someone like Gary Johnson, libertarian candidate for president, all right? right? Why if he's on the ticket, he's going to be on the ballot in a good 47 states, I think, maybe 48. Why wasn't he invited to participate? This is the way it works out. And you can see some of this information on founderstruth.org. You go to the homepage and scroll down, there'll be a video from a guy named uh, Swan Ben Swan out in uh, in Ohio. He does a reality check about the process behind the presidential debate. The the, the people that make the decision are ex former members of the DNC and the RNC. The former members of the Republican National Committee and the Democratic National Committee. They have no desire to ever ever let anyone else participate. They come up with these arbitrary rules. I think. I think the one is someone would have to be polling 15% nationwide to get in. And right. my response to that is, why? And the answer is simple, because they want to keep it between the Democrat-Republican club. If someone like Gary Johnson was there, and I'm not saying Gary Johnson is perfect, okay? But if someone like Gary Johnson was there and he was allowed to freely participate in that forum, the American people very quickly would see that – the differences between President Obama and Governor Willard Mitt Romney are very minor. So it's very, very minor. But they go through this thing they call debate, which is really a moderated press conference. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. Yeah, I agree. And, I agree. And, I fully agree. And they, they exaggerate the differences, which are really minor. They don't want yeah. a third voice there. They, they, they don't want it. So first off, it's – it's, it's when you understand that the commission that sets it up is controlled by both former 
Democratic National Committee members and former Republican National Committee members, it makes perfect sense. It's designed to exclude, not include. Wow. Very, very clear. Another example how, how the how the two parties cooperate with one another. They want to get us all divided, left, right, Democrat, Republican, another great divide since the civil rights movement, black, white. They want to divide us along racial lines. Why sure. does that happen? Because then the power structure, they gain power. The elite, the elite manipulates us through that. Okay? You look at the parties. Okay? Check this out. People think they're so different. You ever wonder why the Republican National Committee, the Republican National Convention and Democratic National Convention aren't hurt, held at the same time? They aren't because they cooperate with one another. <laughs> That's why they're not. If they really, if they really were, were, if they were totally opposed, if there's this diametric opposition between left and right, they wouldn't, they wouldn't bother caring. They'd say, okay, let's have it at the same time. I don't care. Let the viewers decide. No, 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 no. It's all theater. It's all theater. So they decide they have it on one week and they have their have the other guys on the other week and it's all theater. I mean, even at the RNC there was some video. I don't know if you saw this. It's uh, it's online where you see you see ha- Speaker House Boehner and he's reading. You have uh, excellent you know the power the power of uh, someone there with, with the cell phone with video. You see him reading the script off a teleprompter when votes when a vote's going on. It was all predetermined. It was all it was all hooks. So wow. we get back to we get back to this thing that's this debate. They want us to focus so hard. That's why all the networks cover it, all the news, all the um, major news outlets cover it on on uh, on cable, CNN, MSNBC, Fox. They all want us to cover it, and all it does is help, yeah, basically misdirect us because they don't talk about real issues. You see how Ron Paul was treated in the Republican debates. He normally got the least amount of time. They didn't want to deal with real issues. They didn't that's want a, that's to. A whole nother, see, yeah. see and, and that's a whole other thing. I often wonder this. Well, well, first of all, let me say that for a very long time, I've been saying that uh, Governor Romney and President Obama are very contrast. I've, I've been saying this for a very, very long time. And if you look at the policies that uh, Governor Romney legislated in uh, Mass, and you look at some of the policies that the, pre- the president has legislated with this Congress in uh, the past four year, three and a half years, or three and a quarter, three and three quarters of years, um, they're very similar. And and it's, it, it, if you look, similar. if you if you look at, let's just be honest, President Obama's probably one of the most bipartisan presidents we've seen in recent years in terms of not vetoing, not saying anything when he didn't have a dog in the fight. It's been very different. I've never seen anything like this in my lifetime when he didn't have a dog in the fight. When Congress said no, he just didn't say, his administration went away. They wouldn't say anything. But when he had a dog in the hunt, a dog in the fight, they came back, they restructured, you know, like with the health care bill. When he got some support and some help, he came back and he came back strong. So it, it was almost like this presidency has almost been like, uh, take this or nothing. <laughs> you yeah. do what well, I well, want well, done or nothing. Sure. And uh, I'll take it's a just, step I further. Know. I'll take a step further. Okay, you look at you look at what we call Obamacare. Okay, because that's easy to say instead of the Patient Protection and Affordable Care Act. Right. Right. So we look at national health care. Even a guy like like uh, Rick Santorum, okay, I want to vote for Rick Santorum, but 
during the Republican debates, presidential, the primary debates, the guy said something honest. And he was talking about Willard Mitt Romney. And he said, look, people, if we're going to run a president against Obama and oppose Obamacare, we got a real credibility problem when Obamacare was based upon Romney care in Massachusetts. Yeah, occasionally, Rick Santorum, he said something true. Now, yeah. you look even further. You talk, you talk about that with Obama. You know, when did Obama step up to the plate and this and that? Okay, I call Obama's first term Bush's third term. That's my opinion. Uh, when, you look at, when you look at all the issues, and seriously, you look at the illegal wars. You look at how much Obama has completely lied and misrepresented himself to his base. Okay. Now, again, I'm not saying that merely because I'm a Republican. I'm saying that because I'm a pro-Constitution guy. I, I did not vote for McCain. I did not vote for Obama. Okay. Mm-hmm. I voted third party. I voted my conscience. But looking looking at what's going on with Obama, if you're if someone's listening. And you're, 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 you tend, tend to be progressive, uh, you tend to swing Democrat, however you want to say, progressive, liberal, whatever. Okay? That, that's, that's your camp. That's who you feel comfortable with. All right, think about this. Obama ran against the wars, and then he expanded the wars in Afghanistan and Iraq. Yes, sir. And then started new ones, started new ones in Libya, and now they want to go in Syria. And you, you can say, oh, well, he got us out of Iraq. Really? Really? There's 15 or 16,000 military contractors in Iraq, and we built, we built an embassy bigger than the Vatican, yep. and he got us out. Okay? World War II was won in less than five years. Why are we still in Afghanistan? So the guy runs his anti-war completely lies. He runs saying he, he, there will be no lobbyists in his administration. Within hours, I think, practically <laughs> when, after he took the oath of office, more, more lobbyists in his administration than anybody else's. Okay, he, he lies about the NDA, National Defense Authorization Act of 2012. Yes, sir. When that got passed, okay, they put in they put in provision that said any U.S. citizen, just under suspicion of aiding or abetting Al Qaeda, whatever Al Qaeda is, because now the U.S. government is supporting Al Qaeda, mm-hmm. right? We, we yep. gave money, millions of dollars to Al Qaeda when to help to help uh, topple the regime in Libya, to help get rid rid of uh, Muammar Gaddafi. Now right. those same people, literally parts of al-Qaeda, will give them the millions of dollars they're fighting now in Syria. Okay? But th- th- that's an aside. You look at this NDA. They said any of us, any U.S. citizen can be arrested, detained, without due process. Yeah, there goes Bill of Rights. Yeah, there goes no, no jury trial just because we're suspected terrorists. And the military could do it. Obama lied and said he was against that, and he signed it. He signed it and said, I'll never use it. Okay, if that hypocrisy isn't enough... Even people in his own party, there were three bills in the Senate. There were three bills in the Senate that wanted to get rid of that provision of indefinite detention without due process. Okay, one was by wow. Feinstein, a Democrat. One, I believe, was by Rand Paul. No. Okay, and one, yeah, one by the Republican Rand Paul. All three were shot down. And mm-hmm. then after it passed, one of one of the Democrats, I believe, was Udall, said, "Hey guys, just want to let you know the only reason this got we left this in is because Obama insisted on it." Yeah. The guy, the guy lies as often as he opens his mouth. It's just, it, it's unbelievable. I mean, and this, all the policies, all the main issues. Before he was elected, we were getting molested in the airports. Now we're still getting molested in the airports. Before he was elected, the borders <laughs> were open. Now, after he was elected, the borders open. And now, we'll admit Romney comes up and he says in in in, in the GOP, uh, the GOP debates, he says, well, yeah, about NDA, yeah, the president should have that power. The people should trust him with it. No, 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 no. I trust the Constitution. I, I don't trust. I don't trust any man with that power. There's a reason 
no U.S. citizen should ever be absolutely without due process for any reason. That's right. So, so we get we get into this we get into this beauty contest in the fall, and people get all bent out of shape. They get all emotional about this, and at the end of the day, there's tiny differences between them. There's tiny differences. Obama has already violated his oath of office. I've said numerous times Obama should be impeached for at least two reasons. Number one, Fast and Furious. Fast and Furious was a program where the BATFE, Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms, mm-hmm. let put guns into the hands of Mexican drug lords. And they no, let, let's just call them, let's just call yeah. them terrorists, though. Let, let, let's just right. call them okay. terrorists they're because terrorists. that's right. really what they are. Outside of drug dealers, they're terrorists. They right. come right. across they're the border and they people. kill. Right. Yeah. Right. They kill some people right, to make political statements, so you can say they're terrorists. Oh. The BATFE put guns into the hands of the Mexican drug lords, and the reason they did it, uh, if you ever want to talk to uh, another great person to talk about this would be uh, the guy who runs Gun Owners of America, Larry Pratt. The reason they did this, if that wasn't bad enough, the motive for this, what they said, and and we've proven this, there's documents to prove this, they did that because they were attempting to demonize the Second Amendment. They wanted... Mexicans to die with those guns that came from America so then that could be used to push anti-gun legislation. Larry Jeez. Pratt said it more than once. The, the, yeah, I mean, Larry Pratt, you talk about gun owners of America, that's the real gun rights organization. Yeah, forget, oh, yeah. About, forget, forget about the NRA. The, the NRA, I mean, that's all cotton candy. That those, yeah, that's all. You know, that they got a big budget. They spend a lot of money. You want, you want to talk about real gun rights? Nationally, gun, gun owners of America. Statewide, Grassroots North Carolina, Paul Vallone. But so Obama should have been he should have been impeached for that. He also should have been impeached for the fact that he took the US to war. We bombed Libya without congressional approval. Mm-hmm. Article one, section eight, clause eleven says only Congress could, could declare war. Over time since World War Two started with the Korean War, it was a horrible precedent. Congress went to war under the power of under uh, a UN mandate, but they still voted on it. They voted to fund it. Now that's a horrible that that's that's unconstitutional. But Obama pushed the envelope and just started bombing Libya, and then he sent Congress a letter just saying, "I just want to let you guys know what's going on. Take care." So that, that's now, Article One, Section Section Eight, right? Eight, Article One, Section 11. Eight, Clause Eleven. Clause okay, 11. that's what I'm missing. Only Congress can declare war, and they debated what that phrase was. A legal declaration of war. The last time we declared war was against Romania as part of World War Two. Every war since World War II has been illegal. Okay? But Obama took it to the next level. At least then, after World War II until Libya, Congress would at least pass some type of authorization or funding. Obama didn't care for Libya. He just bombed Libya and told Congress, we just want to, we'll just want to keep you guys in the loop. It got to the point where there was a hearing with the Secretary of Defense, Leon Panetta, and he told the Senate, Jeff Sessions, great video on this. You can find this on Founder's Truth if you search for uh, – NDAA, the video pop up, there's a bunch of articles. And you hear Jeff Sessions ask, ask the Secretary of Defense under Obama. So he said, Panetta said, when we go to war, we, we'll let you guys know when we're going to war, in essence. I'm paraphrasing. And, <laughs> and Jeff Sessions said, well, under whose authority? He had to ask him the question two or three times. And then Secretary of Defense said, well, under the authority of the UN or NATO. And, and we'll, we'll, we'll advise. Congress will let you know. <laughs> wow. and, and again, it's not it's not just the Democrats. The Republicans just sit there and then they don't immediately start to impeach Obama and, and fire and fire the Secretary of Defense. Yeah, you know, Jeff Sessions says he's flabbergasted. Yeah, I'm flabbergasted too that people aren't in jail. That you aren't doing anything <laughs> about it. Well well check this out, man, because 
this information that you're giving, by the way, 619-638-8559, on the air with communication director, uh, Rocco P. from Founders Truth, um, krpradioshow.com. Don't forget it on Twitter, at symbol KRP Radio Show, at symbol NC Pudgy. We're on iTunes, we're on Facebook, look us up, folks. Rocco, let me, the common man and the common voter, let me just say it like that, the common voter does not know this information, my brother. They don't know oh, it. Yeah. half of it. I it's can't designed. put in perspective yeah, that either. It's designed to be that way. They want to keep us in the dark. <laughs> well, 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 let me let me let me ask you. Let's let's put it more in more in layman's terms. If 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 the law and policy is not layman's term enough, let's put this more in, in common voter terms. Sure. The two party system does not work. Right no. now, currently, we got people. Excuse me. We have people saying, "I got to stand up for this, man. I can't stand anymore." We got people saying that, uh, well, I got to choose. We, we got. Let me just, let me break it down a little bit more before I make the statement. Sure. We have Christians in America, Christians saying to me, I've had several people say this to me. Well, I hear you, man, but you can't you can't vote for Jesus. This, this is what I'm hearing now. This is what people are telling mm-hmm. me. These are supposed to be faithful people. I don't. No disrespect to anybody's belief, but this is what people sure. are telling me. Uh, um, first of all, they're saying, and I'm going to let you refute it because I've said it enough. I'm going I'm to let you talk to them about what the Constitution states about a moral. Va- well, anyway, we got people saying that uh, number one, you can't vote for Jesus, and uh, I'm gonna, I got to choose the better of two evils or the lesser of two evils. That, that's number one. Number two is I got Christians saying to me that well, Christians aren't supposed to be intertwined with politics anyway. Yeah, they're really saying this now. And number three is, the, the last thing that I'm hearing is, well, Mitt Romney's just rich, and Barack Obama's more for the poor people. Now, I got to go to a commercial. So you got to hold that thought, brother. But I want you to think okay. about those things. And everybody out there, I want you guys to think about these things. And I really want you to sit down and, and, and think about what people have been saying about who they're going to vote for, why they're going to vote for them. And, and, and then I'm going to go a step further and and I really want to know, you know, what people would call a successful term, because somebody's going to get elected. And I'm hearing so much conversation about, and, and I'm going in a second, hang with me. I've been hearing so much conversation and so much noise about uh, I'm going to vote for the president because I'm not going to vote for this guy because I'm going to support this because whether it's party, whether it's race, whether it's rich or poor class warfare, Policy, no matter what it is, I've been hearing so much noise about why people are going to do this and why people are going to do that. But what I haven't heard is anybody define what they're looking for (laughs) at the finish line. At the end of the next presidency, no matter who it is, what's success? How can you look back and say, job well done? Because what I'm looking at... Contrary to the current policies and the things that have already been installed and the things that we're moving forward and looking into, I don't think anybody can be successful in the next four years. Got to go to commercial, folks. You're rocking with your boy Pudgy. Got Rocco P. Founders Truth, communication director. Look them up, man. Founderstruth.org. It ain't nothing but the truth. That's how they give it to you. So help them God. And these people believe in God on this side. So do I. We'll be right back after the messages. Real quick, I got to give a shout out to Rayquel Williams. Rachel Williams, Rayquel Williams, revolutionary, relevant, real. That's what she says she is. She's a mentor. She's a real woman defining everything about life and love. Even for female youth and young adults. Check her out, folks. 
is uh, RayQuellWilliams.com, R-A-C-Q-U-E-L, Williams.com. Check out Motivation Speaker Man, and she's real about what she do. We'll be right back after this message. Rocking with the number one black conservative radio show, South East United States. I'm out of breath. I'm eating a heart on cough drop. I'll be right back. Choking on the cough drop. K-I-R-P Radio! Remember this number, 9.8. That's not the time on the shot clock. For the seconds left in the game. It's not the number of times I will light you up. Nah, 9.8 isn't any of that. It's ounces. And that makes this the lightest ever. I believe you can tell a lot about our governor and lieutenant governor by the way they lead our state. We have great challenges facing us and need strong, courageous, visionary leadership to see us through. I'm Dan Forrest, conservative candidate for North Carolina Lieutenant Governor. As an architect, senior partner, and office president of the state's largest design firm, I was accustomed to solving complex problems for my clients. Architects are creative problem solvers, and that's what we need more of in Raleigh. And we need more business leaders, not more politicians. Over the past 10 months, I've visited the majority of the counties in North Carolina multiple times, traveled over 80,000 miles, listened to thousands of North Carolinians share their solutions to the challenges we face. Did you know North Carolina ranks 41st in the nation in K-12 education, 36th in graduation rate, 43rd in unemployment, 38th in business tax climate, 42nd in illegal immigration? This is just not acceptable. I believe it's time to look at the failed policies of our current governor and lieutenant governor and demand real leadership for North Carolina. As your next lieutenant governor, I will tackle these issues head on and provide the strong, courageous, and visionary leadership needed to lead our state through these challenging times. Over the next few months, I'll be sharing solutions to these challenges, and I hope you will take the time to share them with your friends and family and give me your feedback. I believe we can turn America around. And I believe we should start right here in North Carolina. I'm Dan Forrest, conservative candidate for North Carolina Lieutenant Governor, and I ask for your support. Run, Forrest, run! Sound Shoe, the number one online music tournament, encompasses seven different genres, including hip-hop, R&B, country, reggae, reggaeton, pop, rock, and gospel. Music artists, log on to SoundChew.com to compete for a chance to have exclusive access to music listeners across the globe. Build relationships with other music artists and music professionals, plus maximize your exposure and gain worldwide attention. Music listeners, log on now to enjoy new music from up-and-coming artists, then Vote for the songs you like best to ensure that your favorite artist wins. Also, check out the latest in music news. Music execs and producers, scout music talent to find your next big star. Musicians and voters, sign up for SoundChew today. That's www.soundchew.com. S-O-U-N-D-C-H-E-W. 
Once again, that's www.soundchew.com, the number one online music tournament. thousand North Carolina families are affected by autism. One out of every 110 children born today will be diagnosed with autism. If you have any questions or need support, we can help. The Autism Society of North Carolina can be reached at 800-442-2762. Again, that's 800-442-2762. 60,000 North Carolina families are affected by autism and one out of every 110 children born will be diagnosed with autism as well. If you need to reach them by the web, the address is www.autismsociety-nc.org. You can also reach them on Facebook, Twitter, and you can reach them on YouTube. Love somebody today. Geico really save you 15% or more on car insurance? Did the little piggy cry wee, wee, wee all the way home? Wee! 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 Wee!
Welcome back, folks, to the KRP Radio Show. Sorry about the little tech problem we had just now. I guess some of you all didn't hear uh, any of the commercials that we just had. Come on, but it's all good, man. So welcome back to the show, doing what we do. Uh, 619-638-8559 is the number. KRPRadioShow.com is the website. Before this break, we were on uh, – well, right now we're on the air with my man Rocco P. from Founders Truth, baby, communication director who was just dropping some bombs on us. And, uh, you know, I can't compete with that kind of information that he has. But, see, here's a, here's, a, here's a thing, though. Here's a thing now. If we were debating, just because of all the support I got on this show and, and most of my friends are black, they'd be like, I'm winning. So you couldn't say nothing. They, they, they'd say that I was winning and I was kicking your ass. That's well, just the truth of the matter. I got, a, I, got, I got a funny story to tell you about race, man, if you want to hear it. Run it. I want to hear it. Let's do it. In North, I've been living in North Carolina since 2005, oh. and I was at a gun show, and I purchased uh, purchased a firearm, and they have this unconstitutional federal form that I did fill out, but <laughs> I uh, I did I did not fill out the race part, and then yeah. the person behind the counter said in an accent that I was trying to intimidate to her coworker, ask him what he is, he has an oh. Italian last name, so. I, I was up until that point. I thought I was white, so I don't know, man. I'm not sure since I moved to North Carolina. <laughs> I am not sure. Well, you know what? Welcome to the land of the lost, because there's a lot of different <laughs> folks out here. I mean, it is what it is, man. It, people don't like to talk about race. They don't like to say he's a white guy, he's a black guy, he's this guy, that guy, man. I'm like, whatever, man. Y'all, we we got to get over using the words. I'm not. Listen, I'm a Constitution guy too. So I believe that we should refer back to those dates. We should refer back to our history, just like I believe that. And, and there's a lot of conservatives who won't like this, but you know what? Too bad. Um, the reality is you can't tell black folks, for all you, all, everybody out there who's saying get over racism, get over slavery, let me tell you something. I understand where you're coming from. I get that. Trust me. What you're saying is don't use that as a crutch. I get that. But it's very hard to come out of your mouth and say, believe in our forefathers for what they would stand and remember our forefathers without saying to people, hey, I understand. I hear you. I hear what you're talking about with slavery in America. I get it. I hear what you're saying, but let's not use it as a crutch. So there's no way as a black man that I can refer back to our forefathers without being able to refer back to my ancestors in this country. Because I don't know nothing about Africa. I, I mean, I know a little bit through reading. But I'm from North America, as far as I can tell, without any disrespect to my African ancestors, which are all of our ancestors, if you really want to break it down. But, you know, we won't get into all of that. So anyway, there's a bone for everybody out there. There's no way that you can really come out of your mouth and tell people, hey, forget about slavery, but remember our forefathers. I mean, that was just a few years ago. Our forefathers go a little bit back further than that. So, you know, lighten up with the language and with the rhetoric and just say, don't use slavery as a damn crutch, man. Stop using right, slavery right. Well, as, a, as a something sure. you can use. Well, well, one this quick list. argument I would throw out, I would throw sure. out in, in our in our country about this stuff is say, okay, we know, you know it's been ingrained into our conscience about the civil rights movement. Okay, yep. and of course, you know, if anyone 
still believes in segregation, they wouldn't say it publicly unless they're probably a federal agent making believe that they're a white supremacist because the FBI <laughs> does that type of stuff. They yeah. do. Oh, yeah. The FBI, they've been caught numerous times. They've done. But you think about what's happened to the country and the black community, and I'm sure you've talked about this different times, different ways, different perspectives since the civil rights movement. Okay? Before the civil rights movement, now, correct me if I'm wrong, I think the illegitimacy in the country, but especially in the black community, was what, 20% low? Oh, yeah, definitely less, uh, somewhere around 13%. Okay, 13 so I, so I, I even inflated it. So you say, go to 13% 1960s. Today, 2012, we're what, 78%? Yeah. Where, where are we at? Yeah, high, okay, mid, so, mid to high 70s. So this is really important for black and white people to understand People come out, be very, very careful, and it's normally people that claim to be liberal, progressive, leftists, say that they're for the black people, okay? Oh, man. All they've done through programs like Aid to Families with Dependent Children, which we call welfare, all it's done is encourage girls to have children out of wedlock and help destroy the family. And we can't get into it today with, with time constraints, and we're talking about the election stuff, but... It was by design. Social engineers knew that. Someone like uh, Margaret Sanger started Planned Parenthood. She Absolutely. hated black people. Absolutely. She, she, it's on record. She was a racist. Sure. She was a racist. She, she yeah. loved Adolf Hitler. So all these people who say they're liberal, better be real, real careful about the policies that you want to defend because the people that came up with them were eugenicists. They want to kill us all, and in particular, they've done a real good job starting with the black community. Yep, absolutely, and I and I don't know why in the hell people want to refute that when we start talking about it, and it's right here before your eyes. Some, and and I know, folks, y'all know how I am, and I'll go off off topic any day. It is what it is. It's my show, damn it. But it's, it's like this: <laughs> the the truth of the matter is, we can look at traditional black communities now. I'm talking traditional black communities, and you can see. I mean, the stats don't lie in terms of who we've been voting for. Hell, ask most black people, and they'll tell you I'm a Democrat or I've been voting Democrat. That was me at one point, too. So you can see in direct correlation to the policy and the people we've been voting for what we got from it. Look at traditional black neighborhoods. Look at traditional the schools in traditional black neighborhoods. Look at the damn housing market in traditional black neighborhoods. Look who owns the stores. I mean, I could go on and on and on and on and on. And people would say, and I'm not going to get on this two-party thing, but people would say all the time, hey, that's the Republicans' fault. And and my rebuttal to that, and I'm not even a Republican, but my rebuttal to that is how could that be the Republicans' fault? And they weren't even there. At that point, they could care less about our neighborhood because they weren't getting votes from black people anyway. And that's just the reality of it. When you you look at it in terms of voting in that perspective, I'm not saying people didn't care that that celebrate that party or, or that excuse me that believes in that party. I'm not saying the people or some of the people didn't care, but the platform for which it stands. Listen, it's about votes. If we can get votes over there, we're gonna go over there. If we can't get votes over there, we're not gonna go over there. And this is what's been happening. We've been voting Democrat, and look at what we've been getting from it. You can't blame that on Republicans. You blame that on the people you've been voting for and the, and the policies they put in place. 
And guess what? If it was the Republicans' fault, let's just say everything that happened to the black community was the Republicans' fault. Well, who did you vote for to be your damn bodyguard? Who dropped the ball on the job for 40 years, 50 years now? Democrats. Yeah, that's not, who you've been voting not, for as your protectors. So either way you look at it, it's their fault. But still, traditionally, we still say, I'm for the Democrat Party. I'm for this. I do that. And it's frustrating. Yeah, to me. I, I, it's really interesting you look, you look at the, the development of the identification of the, uh, of the black community with the Democratic Party. Up until Nixon, I mean, early 70s, 72, a good third of blacks were voting Republican. And, and it makes sense if you look at the policies in the past. But agree with everything you said. The only the only thing I'd add on to it is this. Both parties are responsible for these policies. Like you Absolutely talked about what I said parties. before. Aid the family with dependent children or welfare. These people, when they passed this in the 60s, you had some honest politicians that said, look, this is going to destroy families. And the social planners knew that. That's what it was designed to do, and they lied and said it's not. Now, after this amount of time... Yeah, the jury is in. We know what it's done, yeah. and yep. now the party will still stop it. So this whole race thing, it's done to divide us. Yeah, Absolutely. don't believe anyone Republican or or Democrat when they start appealing uh, to, to these these lies and these arguments that you know who's best for one group. They want to divide. Ron Paul said it best. Very very simple concept. We have our rights not because of the group we're in, because we're individuals. It's very mm-hmm. simple. I have a right to speak because I'm an individual in the United mm-hmm. States. Period. Case closed. It's really that simple. I only, I only, the only thing that bothers me, you, you, you take someone like myself, and I feel like I got credibility from how I grew up sure. and how I carry myself. Sure. So, I mean, there, there's, you can't look at me and say, hey, this guy grew up with a silver spoon in his mouth. You can't look at me and sure. say, hey, this guy's got it. I mean, he's got. $10 million in the bank and these many houses from kissing sure. folks' ass because Pudgy don't kiss ass. I mean, that should be anybody that know me know it is what it is. I treat everybody <laughs> with love. I try my best, Rocco. I'm serious. I try to treat people with love, and I do believe in loving God's people but not letting them take advantage of me, and I believe in speaking sure. my mind and saying what's on my mind if I feel like it's right. But I don't, I don't, I'm not saying disrespect people. And I'm passionate about things, so sometimes it might come across like that. But what I try to get across to people, and they still don't even believe me, is that, listen, I'm not asking you, because a lot of things on the right, on the Republican side, I do agree with in terms of policy sometimes. Because they speak more about being individualist than what the Democrats do. And that's just a fact, okay? So a lot of things I do agree with on the Republican side. But I'll die before I'll be a Democrat ever again. But at this point in my life, I'm advocating for independence. I keep preaching and promising and telling people that there's light at the end of the tunnel if you're an independent. And then people will say, well, your independent vote ain't getting it. Your independent vote ain't getting that. But what I what I challenge people to do is change your registration to independent. And if you really realize and understand anything about political science, you'll know that, like Romney said, the 47% is a lock. I got 40%, 47% in my pocket. That's my ground. That's my base. Now we got to go after the independence. And independence sway elections. It happens every election cycle. And, folks, if you guys would push and, and, and start thinking independently and voting independently, I think that we would get more things done in this country. That's just what I believe. Not the two-party system, not them, not Republican, but independent, unaffiliated. That's my push 
And I can't even get that across to people because of some of the things that I believe, some of the things that I know to be true, just speaking in terms of history. See, when people see that, they don't like that. If you're, if most folks, if they're Democratic and they vote Democratic, they don't want to hear anything opposite of that, no matter what you stand for. I'm looking at Twitter, and I see where Stacey Dash says, go Mitt Romney, that's our only hope. Hey, cool, whatever you believe, but... And she's getting killed for that, getting called every name in the book. Now, folks, all of a sudden, they don't like her. They've been idolizing her. She's a fine black woman, and people have been idolizing her for years and kissing her ass and having wet dreams about her. But now, all of a sudden, they hate her just because she said, go Romney. And that's crazy, and I'm looking at this, and I'm going, wow, this is scary, and it's been scary because there's a there's a there's a, a kind of control thing here, man, a kind of a, a, a program thing here, not saying that – all people who are Democrats are programmed or controlled. I'm just talking about the automatic response to when people start getting at your party, how it makes you feel. No, no, There's something it, wrong it's with the that. Same, it's, it's the same thing with Republicans. In our state in it particular, is. talk about being independent. This is something Glenn Bradley worked on, and uh, like a lot of good ideas he had to help the people and help the process. Yeah, he It was like whack-a-mole. Yeah, he got whacked over the head in this. But he wanted to open up ballot access to third parties. Right now, it's very, very diff- difficult if you're not Republican or Democrat to get ballot access. I don't know how many thousands of, of people had to sign petitions to get the Libertarian statewide access. Constitution Party still does not have statewide access. It, as far as being independent, the same thing, everything you said about the, the uh, just the emotional reaction – uh, with Democrats, it's true with Republicans. I've seen it because I mean that that's the party I'm in, and you know the, the way certain people react against Ron Paul, it's like, well, wh- what do you have a problem with? He's against illegal wars. Yeah, he wants to. You guys say you're against social welfare programs. He's against that. Yeah, he wants to secure the borders through cutting off welfare and, and other government programs to illegals, so, so that they would leave. I mean, all things, drug freedom. Okay, I don't use I don't use any of those substances, but I don't want people in jail because they decide to smoke weed. Okay, I don't yeah. want a growing jail population. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I mean, we've got the biggest jail population in the world, and a lot of those are black people. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so these Republicans attack Ron Paul. It's like, well, what are you committed to? And this is what I said before. I'm going to say it again and again and again and again. If you're a Democrat. If you believe that's that that's the party you want to be in, fine. If you're a Republican, if that's the party you want to be in, fine. But once your devotion, your commitment is stronger, is greater to your party than to the rule of law, than to the Constitution, it becomes self-defeating. And this is why people vote against people. And we could get back to you know, your three questions, your three comments about Jesus not running and all that. This is the problem we're in. Never be devoted to your party above the rule of law. This is why we get manipulated by people. This is why mm. we're in the state we're in. Mm. Wow. Six one nine six three eight eight five five nine. That's how you listen on the air with Rocco P, Communications Director for Founders Truth. Right here in NC, baby, they're doing big things. Gotta give a shout out to my man, Dr. Greg Brandon. We need him to run for president or something. I don't know. We have to see what's up. <laughs> get, get him in Congress or something. Makes a call. I, you know, I got to get both you guys on the air, man. And uh, I think we can have a good time for a very long time. We're just going to uh, – I'll sit back and I'll let Greg host the show, and then I'll just be the, the guest host that day, you and me, Rocco, because he go in. And uh, you know how it is, man. He's like a wind-up toy. Once you yeah, get him, like, yeah, spinning, he's gone. Like, you don't have yeah, to wind him up no more. He's just gone, man. So, uh, you yeah, know, I love you, that about you, him. Yeah, it's tough. 
stuff you get them going. You're speaking today. We had a, we had a conference today on state nullification of the Affordable Care Act or Obamacare. In state, right now, talk about two party system. How 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 is a failure? Right. Yeah. We had we had Willard Mitt Romney running, and he said he was going to get rid of Obamacare by executive order first day in office. He was elected president. However, <laughs> he changed his tune after the Roberts decision. After Roberts, the Republican, the Republican, one of the Republicans, the Supreme Court justice, then sided with the so-called liberals, said, guess what, it's okay, and they mystically said it's a tax. Okay? So how do you have, and as you show, the Supreme Court is a fraud too. How could you have four justices say nothing in it is constitutional and five say it's completely okay as a tax? That's another discussion. That's just as an illustration to show Supreme Court, the federal government, all three branches are out of control. So yeah. then Willard, Willard Mitt Romney changed his tune. Now he says after the Roberts decision, I'm going to repeal it and replace it. And that's really mm-hmm. weird because they're two separate words. You know, if you repeal it, it's not there. And now he's saying replace it. So now he said even more, <laughs> you know, I, I like, like parts of it. I, I like you know the fact you can't get rejected for a previous – I want to keep a lot of it. So all these Republicans – that I mean, and I'm reading Republican literature. I'm on Republican websites, and they're saying, "Vote Republican to repeal Obamacare." And it's like, what? What are? What are you smoking? If, 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 you know, if you don't believe marijuana should be legal, what, what, what's going on? The, the man has already said he has no intention of getting rid of Obamacare, and you're going to vote for him for that reason? It's insane. It's insane. That's a blow right there. Uh, some people turning the show off right now. Shout out to everybody out there. You are B.I.G. in my book for turning the show off for me right now. It is not nah, joking, man. You know, I, <laughs> that's funny. But a lot of people think like we do. A lot of people out there are saying what we do. But, again, they're talking about this lesser or two evil things. But, you know, I, we'll, we'll, we'll get into that, man. You, you gave me three statements. She's just not running. Yeah. I'm, I am a, I am born-again believer, saved by God's grace. Uh but when people say Jesus is not running, okay, we know he's not running. If they mean by that that no one's perfect, not looking for perfection, okay? Yeah. Romney's a Mormon. I'm not, not voting for him. Okay, I'm not voting for him, but it has nothing to do with the fact he's Mormon. I'm not voting for Mitt Romney because he doesn't respect the Constitution like Obama. Okay, so you want you don't you're not looking for Jesus. He's not gonna run, he's gonna come back, and when he does, he's gonna fix everything. Until that point, okay, we're <laughs> supposed to we're supposed to occupy until he comes back, all right? Yeah. So yeah. We, we're begin, we have this liberty in, the country, in this country. We can vote and be involved in the process. Of course, no one's going to be perfect, but you want to vote for people at all levels that respect the oath of office, that respect the law. You we said the lesser two evils. They're self-defeating. We've touched on this before. Everyone, I used to be this way, you vote against someone. Okay, you vote against someone. You vote against someone. Mm-hmm. Where has that gotten us? No the federal way. government is about six times bigger since Ronald Reagan was in office. Okay, so you had you had eight years of Reagan, four years H.W. Bush, eight years of Slick Willie, uh, then <laughs> then we have four years of eight years of W, and now yeah. Barack Hussein Obama. Okay, so you had a lot of Republican years. You had Republicans controlling Congress when W was in both houses. Yeah. It was good five years or so. What where has it gotten us? Okay, I, I'm done with promises. I'm done with. Step in line, you know. Support the party, you know. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't want to be a slave. They already were working till June for federal taxes alone, and that doesn't include things like state property tax, which is which is immoral. Okay, that's something that's something even Republicans don't talk about. Why should we pay for schools 
that we don't use all the time. Now, I don't have children. If I did, I would never send them to a public school anyhow. But point why why should anyone be forced to pay forever for public schools? This this is tyranny. You can have anything, the biggest house in the world. You don't pay property taxes when you, you lose take it. it away. Well, yeah, it, 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 it's, it's interesting you said that, though, and, and you said <laughs> slavery. And, and I'm convinced, man, I, I am convinced. I, I do want people to vote, but I am convinced right now before God, before everybody, I am convinced that the system is working hard, and, and I always refer to the elites. And I know people are going, what are the elites? What are the elites? Listen, you got, follow me long enough, you'll understand where I'm going. I can give you a list of things to study, and then you will get it if your eyes will open that far. But I'm saying I'm convinced that the system wants to enslave us. This is not a race game any longer. It's never truly been a race game. That was just a tool no. that they used to Absolutely. help further their agenda. Absolutely. Okay, so I, I'm convinced that they're they're moving a step closer to slavery in America, to a, a Marxist socialist type of America. It almost has to happen, considering we're broke, basically. If you look at some of the executive orders that have been done under this president and other presidents, it, it, it spells it spells it for you for itself, man. I mean, it's right there. It even goes down to the point of selling American bridges and American properties, American lakes, American soil, folks. I mean, people, y'all, y'all got to understand what's really going on out here. They're talking about selling, not talking about, but they have mandated the selling and legislated the legalization to sell America to other countries. Hello. No, this no, it's, what, it's what happened in Argentina because we have this thing called the private Federal Reserve. Okay, right. the Federal Reserve banking system is no more it's no more federal and federal express. It's a private banking cartel and they control the country's credit and currency. The founders were very clear if we ever let private banks control our credit or currency I think Thomas Jefferson says, "Well, we're going to wake up. We're going to wake up paupers on the lands that our forefathers conquered, and this is what's happening. We have we have these people. We have Ben Bernanke, and they control credit currency. It's amazing. Okay, you hear? I heard Will and Mitt Romney talk about you know the U.S. owing money to China. Okay, let's just park on that statement for a second. U.S. owes money to China. Will and Mitt Romney. A lot of politicians say we have to borrow money from China. Okay, time out. Let's just think about it. Make it very, very, very simple." President Nixon took the U.S. dollar, completely divorced it from the gold standard. So we have what's called the fiat currency, meaning the dollars we have are Federal Reserve notes, and they're backed by nothing. In other words, before Nixon made that executive order, I believe 1971, it was fixed that you get $35, you get one ounce of gold. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now the market price for an ounce of gold is just under $1,800. Okay. So nothing's backing our currency. If nothing's backing our currency, and it was truly printed by the U.S. government, they don't print dollars in China. Why would we have to borrow from them? Everyone wants to make this really mystical and complicated. It's very, very simple. The Federal Reserve is a private bank cartel. They control the currency. So they have, we have the worst of both worlds. Not only is nothing backing our <laughs> currency, the U.S. Treasury, it's true, very simple. U.S. Treasury has to print pre- Treasury bonds and T-bills, Treasury notes and bills. They sell the T-bills to the private Federal Reserve, and then the private Federal Reserve prints the dollars. Every dollar is a debt instrument. So I love when these politicians, not just Will and Mitt Romney, says we're in debt to China. No, no, no. China, the U.S. Treasury, they don't have printing presses for dollars in China. 
doesn't work like that. We're enslaved to a private federal banking cartel. And one of the great things that Ron Paul has done is that he's gotten audit the Federal Reserve Bill through the House of Representatives and now it's in the Senate. If the average American knew what I just said, we could fix this real quick. But instead, yeah, the base is going to put us into debt slavery. But how how could how could we how could we fix this if if we got this information out to the to the average American how could it be fixed? What uh, Ron Paul for years tried to get an audit the Fed bill as one process to open up light on the Federal Reserve the private Federal Reserve and what they do because they're a non-government agency. You could, you could dig up one uh, one video on YouTube where, where you hear uh, Alan Greenspan, former Federal Reserve chairman, tell uh, I think it was. Uh, Jim, Jim McNeil, uh, he's telling a guy on PBS, the Federal Reserve is independent of both the President and Congress. No one can. T- so as long as they, as long as they, re- as long as both Congress and the President realize the Federal Reserve is complete, can't you know can't be touched by them, it works right. fine. So they, they, there's, it's built into the system. It's tyranny that they're accountable to no one. So for years, Ron Paul talked about this, got nowhere. Now. It flew through Congress. They had a, they had an audit the Fed bill a couple of years ago, and then Barney Frank and some others, they took all the teeth out of it, so it meant nothing. They got a good one through Congress because grassroots people all over went to town hall meetings, told people in the House of Representatives get on board, and they did. Now it's in the Senate, and they're sitting on it. Okay, So, again, call Kay Hagan's office. Call Richard Burr's office. Tell them you want the Federal Reserve audited. You want a complete audit. You want to get it done. Put that pressure on them. Call, email, send regular letters. Let them know to audit the Fed. Wow. I like that, man. On the air with Rocco P. Founders Truth. It's Founders Truth uh, Communications Director. Check them out online. It's founderstruth.org, baby. And while you're at it, check out the Frederick Douglass Foundation, man. Shout out to all my members out there. My El Presidente, as I call him. Kevin Daniels out there doing his thing. He's on Twitter, at Kevin Daniels 5 Frederick Douglass Foundation, tfdfnc.org. And, of course, while you guys have the world at your fingers, you got the world, the whole, whole wide world in your hands. Yeah, that's what's it. The whole wide world in your hands. I was going to sing it, but, you know. <laughs> Check out kirpradioshow.com. You guys can get uh, – there's a beautiful video on there called 180, I think. Uh, I want you guys to check that out, man. It's it's, it's a great piece of uh, video put together. And I forget the gentleman's name who put that together, but it's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful video. Hope you guys will check that out. And also check some of the past broadcasts at KRP Radio. If you guys have iPhones, we're also on iTunes.com slash podcast KRP Radio Show. Search us, keyword KIRP Radio Show. That's what we do. That's where we are. I'm on the air with Rocco P, and we're talking about a whole lot of things. I'm going to move I'm going to move along a little bit. <clears throat> And uh, I'm just going to have you back, and we're going to finish this conversation because we can talk all night about this. And and I did want to okay. get into some more things about, uh, you know, the election cycle period, writing votes and different laws and uh, voter ID and all that stuff. But we'll we'll go back to that later. Let's talk about – do I got to go to a break? Okay, I'm good. Let's talk about Iran, Iraq, okay. and the relationship with America. There's a lot of speculation – and there's a lot of things out there right now that are talking about uh, an event, if you will, an event that will take place before or post-election. And this may turn, virtually turn the world into a World War III. Um, how can you enlighten us about the relationships that Iran, Iraq, 
and America has, and how does that work in correlation to each other? So it's a very, very good question. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll back up. We'll, we'll go through a little history, and uh, it's funny because a lot of people say, "Ah, oh, history it's, has no bearing." No, no, you, you understand history. It opens up. It illuminates uh, what's going on. It explains the current context of a lot of things. Right. Back in the fifties, Iran had a democrat, democratically elected leader, okay, Mohammad Mossadegh. Mohammad mm-hmm. Mossadegh was democratically elected. And he did something that that really that made uh, the U.K. and the U.S. flip out. After he was elected, he did something I disagree with, but he did do it. Uh, he nationalized the oil fields. Said, you know, they're Iran's, and he wanted to kick out the multinational corporations. Mm-hmm. You don't you don't do that, okay? Because you talk about the elites, people behind the scenes, people behind the scenes are pulling a lot of strings. It's the financial institutions. Private Federal Reserve Bank and Cartel, biggest banks in America, J.P. Morgan Chase, Goldman oh, yeah. Sachs, Bank of America, and these are the same people in the that bank both that they bankroll both candidates. They bankroll Obama. They bankrolling Romney. Same thing happened four years ago. They bankrolled <laughs> McCain. They bankrolled Obama. They gave more to Obama, but it's, it's the same people when you, yeah, when you do that. It is. Okay? It is. So you go back to the 50s. After Mohammed Mossadegh did that in 1953, the uh, the U.S. U.S. intelligence, CIA, and uh, British intelligence uh, set up a coup. That, that they caused, they caused a revolution. They hired people, they had agents saying that they were communists, and they they uh, caused disruption. They were saying uh, Mossadegh is against Islam. It was all lies. So they they caused riots. They got thrown out of office. People people were killed. And worse than than overthrowing a democratically elected leader, because now. All these illegal wars that go on forever. Okay, they all say we're spreading democracy. Okay, first off, we're a republic. We're not a democracy. Okay, that that means everyone has individual rights. Uh, democracy is mob rule. But they say they say we're spreading democracy. But they didn't like they didn't like a democratically elected leader in Iran. So they overthrew him, and it, get, it got worse. After he was thrown out of office, then the CIA trained Savak. Savak was the Iranian secret police. The purpose of Savak was to make political enemies then of of the new regime, the Shah, then was placed into power, disappear. So it was a horrible thing. And this is all it's all been declassified. The CIA admits you go to CIA.gov or you, you do an internet search on uh, America, Iran, Operation Ajax, Operation Ajax, it's all there. Yeah. It's all it's all real. So this pattern in the CIA is very disturbing. Same thing happened in Chile. In Chile you had a leftist leader uh, Allende, and the U.S. didn't like it. The CIA went in. They caused a coup. They got rid of him. They put in Augusto Pinochet. Same pattern in Iran. They they trained secret police that then killed the political opposition. People just disappeared. Now, you flash forward to the United States 2012, we have this NDAA, National Defense Authorization Act, that says, mm-hmm. guess what? The government just says, you're aiding and abetting terrorists. We, we don't give you a trial anymore. That's done. You just disappeared. Yeah. So, so this isn't a left-right thing. Okay, you understand? Like I said before, uh, I'm not being dramatic. Bush's Bush's third term was Obama's first. All the issues that matter, especially the Middle East, especially these illegal wars, Obama's continued them. The only difference is that he got a Nobel Peace Prize. All right, that's that's one difference. So he <laughs> well, did get a Nobel Peace Prize. Yeah. yeah. Got got a Peace Prize. War president gets a Peace Prize. So they've Amazing. been talking about this Iranian war for years. 
Could switching to GEICO really save you 15% or more on car insurance? Did the little piggy cry wee, wee, wee all the way home? Your home. Oh, cool. Thanks, Mrs. A. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Thank you for listening to the KIRP radio show. We'll be right back after these messages. Sound Shoe, the number one online music tournament, encompasses seven different genres, including hip-hop, R&B, country, reggae, reggaeton, pop, rock, and gospel. Music artists, log on to SoundChew.com to compete for a chance to have exclusive access to music listeners across the globe. Build relationships with other music artists and music professionals, plus maximize your exposure and gain worldwide attention. Music listeners, log on now to enjoy new music from up-and-coming artists then, vote for the songs you like best to ensure that your favorite artist wins. Also, check out the latest in music news. Music execs and producers, scout music talent to find your next big star. Musicians and voters, sign up for SoundChew today. That's www.soundchew.com. S-O-U-N-D-C-H-E-W. Once again, that's www.soundchew.com, the number one online music tournament. Remember this number, 9.8. That's not the time on the shot clock or the seconds left in the game. It's not the number of times I will light you up. Nah, 9.8 isn't any of that. It's ounces. And that makes this the lightest ever. America, the NFL, and United Way are inspiring kids to get healthy and more active. Join the Play 60 movement. Pledge to Play 60 today at liveunited.org. Sixty thousand North Carolina families are affected by autism. One out of every 110 children born today will be diagnosed with autism. If you have any questions or need support, we can help. The Autism Society of North Carolina can be reached at 800-442-2762. Again, that's 800-442-2762. Remember, 60,000 North Carolina families are affected by autism, and one out of every 110 children born will be diagnosed with autism as well. If you need to reach them by the web... The address is www.autismsociety-nc.org. You can also reach them on Facebook, Twitter, and you can reach them on YouTube. Love somebody today.
I believe you can tell a lot about our governor and lieutenant governor by the way they lead our state. We have great challenges facing us and need strong, courageous, visionary leadership to see us through. I'm Dan Forrest, conservative candidate for North Carolina Lieutenant Governor. As an architect, senior partner, and office president of the state's largest design firm, I was accustomed to solving complex problems for my clients. Architects are creative problem solvers, and that's what we need more of in Raleigh. And we need more business leaders, not more politicians. Over the past 10 months, I've visited the majority of the counties in North Carolina multiple times. I've traveled over 80,000 miles listen to thousands of North Carolinians share their solutions to the challenges we face. Did you know North Carolina ranks 41st in the nation in K-12 education, 36th in graduation rate, 43rd in unemployment, 38th in business tax climate, 42nd in illegal immigration? This is just not acceptable. I believe it's time to look at the failed policies of our current governor and lieutenant governor and demand real leadership for North Carolina. As your next Lieutenant Governor, I will tackle these issues head on and provide the strong, courageous, and visionary leadership needed to lead our state through these challenging times. Over the next few months, I'll be sharing solutions to these challenges, and I hope you will take the time to share them with your friends and family and give me your feedback. I believe we can turn America around, and I believe we should start right here in North Carolina. I'm Dan Forrest, conservative candidate for North Carolina Lieutenant Governor, and I ask for your support. For all your trucking needs, make sure you contact Allen's Trucking LLC. That's Allen's Trucking LLC, owner Brian Allen and BA Welding Incorporated. For all your trucking or your welding needs or transportation needs across the country, make sure you contact Allen's Trucking LLC out of Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Their number is 919-426-5455. Again, 919-426-5455. If you have transportation needs and you need to get your equipment there on time, make sure you contact Allen's Trucking LLC. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, folks, to the KIRP Radio Show. I wish I had that that English accent that I could throw on, man. I like to use that. I don't know. I don't remember how to do it anymore, but it is what it is, man. Welcome to the KRP Radio Show. Had to go to some commercials, man. I lost my guest host for this evening. There's a lot of storms going on around the country, so I'm assuming his line failed or something happened. Uh, we're going to be trying to get him back. Well, actually, we're not. Going to try to get him back on the show because it is time to close the show. We got about 10 minutes, so, you know, we, I'll keep you guys entertained before then. But we will come back, and uh, we're going to have him back on the show because <clears throat> there's a lot of information that Founders Truth and uh, Dr. Brandon and Rocco uh, actually puts out there. These guys do a regular uh, radio show, a regular spot, I think weekly or, or possibly even daily on uh, the Bill LeMay show. So shout out to Bill LeMay. Uh, over there, I believe in Durham, North Carolina. I'm not sure the address or the net, the station code for the network, but I apologize. But Google him, Bill LeMay. You know, he does some beautiful things over there as well. Uh, FoundersTruth.org 
Uh, that's where you can find more information about Rocco and Dr. Brandon. And, uh, you know, they're doing a lot out there, man, definitely talking uh, to every American, not just people on the left, not just people on the right, but to every American and, and really delivering information to folks that's helpful and that's beneficial. You know, not many times you can find people who who really look at things from uh, an overall perspective of no party, you know, uh, not believing in, in in this party blindly, not believing in that party blindly, and people who just represent just the Constitution. And, and I love to talk to constitutionalists. I, I love to talk to people who, you know, who think that we should go back to living off the off of the, the principles that this country was founded on. Um, I, I think there's a special place for those folks, and really there's a lot that we can learn from paying attention just to the Constitution alone. And, and I challenge folks out there, if you haven't read the Constitution, you know, take small steps at it, take small jabs at it, try to read it and understand it from your own perspective. You know, pull it out, you know, take a day to read, you know, maybe the first, uh, chapters or the, the I don't know how you want to break it down. But there's several different ways you can break it down. Just maybe little by little per hour or little by little per day. But if you're not the type of person that reads a lot, you know, read a little bit. Try to research it. I don't always say Google things, but you know, maybe go to the library. Try to try to research these uh, the Constitution for which it stands, and really put yourself in the mind state of of people who believed in God who was trying to protect this nation from folks who has agendas from elitists that has agendas to control other individuals or large groups of people at one time, because you got to understand since inception, since America has stood and been called America, there's always been people who wanted to control it all from Britain to England, all the way back to the United States. There've been people who've always had a better idea of America for their benefit only, not for the benefit of all people. So I always say that our our founding fathers were led by God to to store a, a godly moral value into the Constitution and break it down to people and say, hey, here are the directions that you need to go by. Here's what you got to be looking out for. Tyranny is out there. People will try to kill you over having power over this nation and over you. And by the way, God is real. Believe in God. God instilled in us what we need to do. And, and, and it takes a special relationship and a special understanding to know that these guys had God in them, to know that they were God-given and God-driven and they were doing his will in, in, uh, in restoring or establishing order in a belief in this country. So, you know, there's a special place in my heart for constitutionalists. Sorry, I'm trying to eat cough drops and talk at the same time. Sorry about my voice too, folks. But like I was saying, there's a special place in my heart for constitutionalists. I think that we all can learn a lot from them. So with that said, you know, take some time and uh, visit that website, man, founderstruth.org. You know, there's a lot of information on there. There's a lot of videos on there. Uh, if Even if they're long, take the time to listen to some of these videos and, and break it down. And like I always say, little by little, Will, will will put you in the right mindset. I feel like without, I'm not saying you got to listen to this stuff or you got to read this stuff to be brainwashed. I'm just saying that'll give you a better perspective of where I'm coming from a lot of the times with things that I say on this show. I know a lot of times they're not popular with many people. I get that. I know they're not, but I don't do this 
to be popular with the people. I do this to get information out and to let people know, hey, here's my perspective. Here's what I've always believed. And this is why this makes sense. This is why that makes sense. So, you know, there's a lot of resources out there. You know, definitely read your Bible. Before you go into any of this stuff, folks, anything, no matter what you're reading, before you go into any of this, what you should be doing is asking God for understanding and clarity. You know, don't go into things thinking, you know, hey, I know about this, I know about that, I know it all. Ask God for clarity because there's a lot of tricks, a lot of evil tricks out there, a lot of evil people. You know, And like I was saying earlier, there's a lot of people who would like to control you for their benefit. You know, you have the Jim Jones, you got some preachers out here, pastors out here, you got some of your friends. You know, people believe in a, a large variation of ideals. And, and sometimes it may sound similar to what you believe, but majority of the times there's a fundamental difference. And for me, a, a lot of the times my fundamental difference is my belief in Christ versus somebody else's belief in God and not Christ. I'm not knocking you. You're still my brother. You're still my sisters. You know, it is what it is, but that's just our difference. Christ drives me. Christ's love for all people drives me. And, I, you know, when people get into the conversation about, well, you, you can't believe in this Bible, you can't believe in that, our forefathers this, and the Constitution that, I, I always tell people that if you look at the Constitution, and if you look at the Bible for which it stands, if you look at Christ's principles and the way that he lived, whether you believe him as the Messiah or not, is it my problem? I don't have to deal with that. I believe him as being the savior. But if you look at his life and you follow those guidelines and those steps that he left through the preaching and the gospel of the disciples, what's wrong with that? Like, how is that unhealthy? It's not unhealthy at all. But instead, we got people who would believe in, you know, no disrespect to these guys, but, you know, Pastor Dollar or, or Pastor Jakes or you know, your pastor or this pastor or that pastor or a, a different variation of books and different kind of understandings and different kind of logic and science. And you you got people believing all these things. And, and even the president, you know, you got people that believe every word that he says, whether it's Obama, Bush, Clinton, who, Nixon, whoever, Kennedy, you, you name them. Uh, even with the, the Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King, you got people who believe in all the words that these men have said and all the books that talk about the great works that they did, but you got people who refute Jesus. And I don't understand. What, I, I just don't get that. I, I don't I don't understand how you can believe in, you know, the other books that were written, but you criticize the Bible. And, and really what it, boiled down, what it boils down to for me is that you just don't want to believe in that authority. You just don't, you just want to continue to do your mess because let's face it. If Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King says you shouldn't do this, this is not of moral value, you might you might take that, but there's nothing that says you have to take that. There's nothing that says you'll be condemned for not taking that. There's nothing that tells you you're going to hell for not doing that. But with Jesus, is different because he's telling you, look, this is the path, take it or not. Here's the clear path of life. Here's the clear path of love. And by the way, if you don't do it, damnation will fall upon you. That's the difference. That's why people will refute Jesus 
quicker than they would refute Dr. Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King or or their pastor in the church or Pastor Dollar or Pastor Jakes or all these other people out here and all these other heroes that we have. See, heroes can preach their ideal to you and their logic into your lives and make you believe it and you feel motivated and empowered and you're ready to go and you're ready to do this, that, and the third. But when you read Jesus' words and you read the teachings of Christ, you don't want to accept it because it means you got to stop all your mess. You got to cut out all that nonsense. You can't hate somebody and get away with it. You can't dislike people and get away with it because you got to answer for that because no matter what you say out loud, no matter what you express to people, no matter what you show to people out through their eyes, with Jesus teaches and Jesus understanding this in the heart. So you can say anything. I love my brother. I love I love white people. I love black people. But if you hate them in your heart, you got to answer for that. And that's why people like to refute Jesus. See, you can't change what's already happened and is to be. See, I know I threw a lot of people off with that. Read your Bible. Let me say it again. You can't change what's already happened what is to be God said I'm the beginning and the end the alpha and omega whether you like it or not the ending is already clear the battle is already won so why not get yourself together now why not believe in Jesus teaches why not walk in a righteous path why not love your brother and your sister why not want to love people rather than to hate people why not ask God to forgive me for my sins and forget about it because it's unpopular. You got to be held accountable. So the fundamental difference from what a lot of people believe versus what I believe is accountability through Christ. You don't have to accept that. I'm just telling you what the truth is. Be accountable, folks. Love everybody. Live your life for Christ. I know we're going to fall short of the glory sometimes. I get it. We are born in the flesh. That's just life. That's common sense. We know we can't be perfect every minute, every hour, every day, every hour. But perfection should be the destination. If you ain't working on being perfect, then what are you working on? If you ain't working on living your life the way it should be, then what are you work? What are you? What's really your goal? I always hear people saying, "Hey, you can't be perfect. Oh, 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 you can't judge me. Why not? Why can't you be?" Why not set your goal for perfection? If you set your goal for perfection, when you fall short, you're almost there. If that's your goal. But if your goal is just to get by, then I don't know what to tell you. If your goal is anything less than perfection, then I don't know what to tell you. Because I don't know what you're shooting for. People say shoot for the stars. Listen, I don't shoot for the stars. I shoot for Christ. I shoot for perfection in Christ. I don't just shoot for the stars. Forget the stars. I can see them. I'm shooting for perfection through Christ. That's my goal. That's my ultimate destination. And that's what everybody should be shooting for. So forget when people talk about, oh, you can't judge me. Look, judge me. Hold me accountable because Christ said so. You hold me accountable for what I don't do. You hold me accountable for what I do. You hold me accountable for what I think, what I say, how I act, how I move, how I interact, and the way I live my life. Hold me accountable. Judge me. Tell me when I'm wrong so I can fix my mess. The problem with people and the fundamental difference why they won't criticize 
Pastor Jakes, and they won't criticize Pudgy, and they won't criticize all these other people for when they're wrong, but they will criticize the word of Christ, the word of God that tells you, you got to be accountable, you got to stop your mess, and then carry on. Hold me accountable. I'm cool with that. Anybody that says any less, they're hypocrites. You heard it here. Just telling it like I know it, man. I don't know about you guys. I don't know how everybody believes, but this is how I believe, and this is what I know is true. This is what a lot of you know is true, but you're looking for other answers somewhere else because you're not cool with it. This is how people act. You ain't you ain't cool with the way Christ get down. You ain't cool with the words Christ say, because guess what? Oh, man, uh, 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 Leonardo da Vinci wrote that Bible, or Michelangelo drew that picture of God. And, it, and, you, and People got every excuse in the book not to believe the Bible, but not every excuse in the book not to watch the Housewives of Atlanta or Housewives of New Jersey or My Wives and all this other stuff on TV. People make up every excuse in the world not to believe in Christ, but to believe their best friend or believe the president, no matter whom he is, or the presidential candidate. You better put your belief in God. You better put your belief in Christ. And don't let people tell you that God ain't in politics. That's a lie. God gave us this land to protect. This land is ours, and we are ordained with it. It is our land to protect, and we are ordained with it. Let me say it again. This is our land. We are to follow the law of the land, but he don't say nothing about sitting in the back seat to hypocrites and people that don't believe in him. It doesn't say that. We must be at the table. We must help make these decisions. We must stand on God's law. We must stand on God's principle with moral value for everything that we believe. Don't you turn your back to people who don't believe in Christ. Don't you take that message. They tell you that you got to take just because somebody wrote somewhere on a word that politics and God must be split. You crazy if you believe that. As somebody I like say said before, you are a hypocrite or you've been hoodwinked. You've been fooled. You've been bamboozled to believe that crap. Anyway, man, that's my time, man. I'm sorry. Y'all got me worked up, man. I'm standing up here in the studio. Thanks for listening to the KRP Radio Show. Shout out to Founders Truth, man. Rocco P, Communications Director, Dr. Grant Brandon over, Dr. Greg Brandon over there. Uh, I think he's the president of Founders Truth. Founderstruth.org, KRP Radio Show, my whole staff, my family, my boys. Micaiah, I love you. I know you're listening. Shout out to my brother, Rashad Woods. Love and Father Society. Check out our first initiative, folks. We're doing big things, making some moves. Facebook.com backslash, I, excuse me, backslash, I love being a black father. Yes, I said it. I love being a black father. I know you might love being a Spanish, Mexican, white, Christian, whatever you want to call a father. That's cool. This is our organization. This is our initiative. And this is where we feel we must direct our focus right now. The Loving Father Society. I love being a black father. Check us out on Facebook. This is my time. I love y'all. I am out of here. Remember this. Keep God first. Open your mouth and speak with people so you you can communicate. God is love. Love is God. See y'all next week. I'm out of here. One love.
K-I-R-P Radio! Real gon' recognize, real gon' recognize, real gon' recognize, real, real Pony gon' recognize, still, still, reckon I will Like we always do with this time, I go for mine 